We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies EdTech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. Welcome to Transformative Principle, where you learn how to be a leader and not just a manager of a to-do list. I'm your host, Jethro Jones. You can find me on Twitter at Jethro Jones. Your to-do list is a hungry monster that is never satisfied. For the last year and a half, I've helped principals get awards, get promoted, and find the time to do the work that really matters. I recently opened a new mastermind slot. Schedule a call with me and let's overcome the stressed and isolated principal position together. Go to the show notes for this episode at transformativeprincipal.org and click schedule a call with Jethro. Welcome to Transformative Principal, episode 268. I'm excited to have Jason Glass on the podcast today, and I hope you enjoy it as well. He's the superintendent in Colorado, and I think that you're going to really enjoy this conversation. Also, I want to invite you to check out the Trauma-Informed Strategies course that I have created. You can check it out at jethrojones.com slash trauma, and I'd love it if you would participate in that. It's a 10-week course with lessons that are only 10 minutes long. So 10 weeks, 10 minutes each. It's a great way to expose or give a refresher to your staff on trauma-informed strategies. So go to jethrojones.com slash trauma, and you can check out the first free sample lesson and get more information there. Thanks so much. Welcome to Transformative Principal. I am very excited to have Jason Glass, who's the superintendent of Jeffco Public Schools in Colorado. Jeff, or Jason, <laughs> sorry, I almost called you Jeff. Welcome, Jason, to Principal, <laughs> and thank you for being here. Thank you. I'm delighted to do it. So I heard about your district while I was in Colorado uh, visiting some schools, and somebody said I had to get up to Green Mountain, and I'm still working on getting someone from Green Mountain to be on the podcast with me. But we went to Green Mountain, had a wonderful time, and I did a little profile of that school on, on my YouTube channel. So I'll uh, I'll put a link to that in the show notes for this episode. But Jason, what can you tell us about Jeffco Public Schools and your path to being the superintendent there? 
Yeah, well, um, Jeffco Public Schools is the second largest district in Colorado. We're sort of the western third of the Denver-Boulder metro area. We have um, about 85,000 students that we serve in Jeffco in 155 schools and about 165 campuses. Some of our schools have more than one site. Uh, so it's, um, uh, it's a great community. It's very diverse, everything from sort of um, urban city areas to uh, suburban areas to agricultural areas to sort of new growth uh, suburban areas, even up into mountain and, and communities that uh, are adjacent to and part of uh, federal land. So uh, it's a very diverse community with lots of different perspectives and uh, people. It's a school district that has uh, gone through a lot of political turmoil. Uh, a few years ago, there was sort of a Koch brothers uh, funded, very conservative board of education that took over. And then they were recalled a couple of years later by the, the current board that is present. So we spend a lot of effort thinking about how we balance the different political perspectives that are in this community between the left and the right to try and keep the focus on teaching and learning and less on uh, flying off the uh, rails from an, an ideological perspective. Uh, it's also a district that um, has a wonderful tradition of talent. A lot of people that grew up in this community work here in Jeffco Public Schools. We have a number of people that have been promoted internally. Uh, they've come up through the ranks from being a student here to then being a teacher and um, teacher leader, administrator, central office leader. So a lot of internal promotion here and just a wonderful uh, talent. So it's a great place to live. And if anybody's looking for a job, you can apply at www.jeffcoschools.org. <laughs> great. I, I love that you put that in there. I think that's so important. We've always got to be getting the best people to our to our schools. So can you talk a little bit about that Koch brothers leadership and then how you uh, move from that and how you like, I mean, political and ideologies are like, are so on the front of everybody's mind right now. How do you, how do you lead from a place where those things are real in your situation where you know, that happened and then you went away from it? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Well, when I was doing my homework around coming to Jeffco, one of the things that really attracted me about this community is that it is politically divided. It's roughly a third of the people are Democrats, a third are Republicans, and a third are independents. Um, and I really like those kinds of environments because I think when it goes bad, you lead to sort of division and a lot of argument um, and, and the inability to get things done. But if handled right, it can sort of force people to be pragmatic and reasonable and think about how can we work together to get things done. And those have always been environments where I've thrived and enjoyed working, where you could try to bring people together. And I really believe that when it comes to our kids, uh, you know, our children, our schools, their education, our kids' future, this really should be an area where everybody can work together. We all fundamentally want want a lot of the same kind of successes for our children as they grow up. So let's get to work on that. So that's the context that I come into Jeffco with or the mindset. I think um, uh, as I was doing that homework around coming into the district, I saw a PBS documentary about the recall election and the board that was, uh, that was recalled and then replaced. And the journalist uh, talked about Jeffco, Colorado. He said, this is Jefferson County, Colorado. The locals call it Jeffco. And he said this, he said, things that disturb the balance here get noticed. And that has stuck with me very closely and, and sort of 
imbues all the decisions that I make as a superintendent here and thinking about how do I balance the different and disparate political interests, different philosophies or approaches to education so that we move education forward, enrich teaching and learning, create vibrant learning opportunities that really prepare our kids for this complex world that they're already in that's only going to get more complicated uh, as, as they become adults. How do we prepare them for that and at the same time balance all of these different interests in the community? Yeah, you know, I think about when I have uh, issues where, you know, people are divided on something. I go back to like, what do you want for your kid? And I have that conversation with parents. And right now in our district, we're doing a big push towards personalized learning. And parents think that means, well, not all parents, but some parents think that means lots of technology. Kids are on computers all day long and we don't need teachers anymore. We're trying to get rid of them. That's totally not the case. When I actually talk about what that looks like and what parents want for their kids, what they want and what I'm trying to deliver we are 100% on the same page. They want their kid to be successful and they want to have someone who cares about their kid, who is working hard to make sure they are successful and not just doing whatever because that's what some document that doesn't know their kid says. They want a personalized approach and they don't know that that's what they want until we start talking about it. I've never had a parent leave a conversation like that or anybody for that matter and say, no, I don't want you to personalize education to my kid. I want you to just sit them in front of the textbook and say, do all these problems. That's what I really want for my kid. Nobody ever says that, right? <laughs> and so right. Right. that piece about it, when it comes to our kids, we should all be able to work together. That is totally true. So one of the things that I loved about Green Mountain and that you talked about a little bit was the idea of uh, project and problem-based learning and how that works. Can you talk about how you're pushing that shift in your district and and the kinds of things that you're some of those things are already happening and how are you supporting those and then helping other people get on board with those as well yeah and for those uh, listeners who may not know green mountain is a high school that's part of our district but it's also sort of a region of our schools uh, that that are all working on problem project-based learning and what they call uh, career academies where they've identified several different career pathways and then they're building those pathways from elementary, middle school into high school. Uh, so that's that's a, a model that is having a lot of success, but it, it really that approach of helping students identify different pathways of areas that they're passionate or interested in that connect to uh, good jobs and rewarding lives after school, and then ch- changing the student experience. That's, I would say our, our North Star and what we work most on across the district is change the student experience through changing the student task, T-A-S-K, student task and learning. So we ask, ask, what is the work that we're asking the student to do? And is that work complex? Does it require sustained problem solving? Is it authentic? Is it connected to the outside world? Uh, does it require the student to demonstrate creativity, effective oral and written communication, uh, critical creative thinking? Does it require them to engage with the community or engage on a, a larger scale? Does it ask them to adapt to shifting conditions or circumstances? Because those kinds of skills are the things that our kids need 
much more than just the facts. The facts matter. Maybe today they matter more than ever, but <laughs> facts are really easy to acquire and it becomes much more important. Can you trust the information and what are you doing with it? And that trend around information being really easy to acquire, especially, especially with as the availability and access to information just becomes more ubiquitous. And then we also have artificial intelligence that uh, is even doing analysis of this information for us and, and serving as a tool, what you do with that becomes all the more important. So when we think about changing the student task and changing the student experience, how we're doing that in Jeffco is through a major focus on problem and project-based learning and bringing that to scale across the entire organization. I have teachers that are in varying levels of implementation with that, but I want them all experimenting with it and taking some chances, thinking about how can I change the experience that this student is having so that I create some work for the student that's similar to the challenges and tasks that they're going to have to do when they leave our schools. Yeah, man, you you said so much in there, <laughs> Jason. That's, that's <laughs> a lot. So I want to I want to try to like pick apart a few things with kids and with adults. There's people who are in different places. What are you doing to help those who are already doing it excel and go further in it? And what are you doing to help those who who are very traditional and and want to just teach how they've always taught? How are you helping them move forward? Well, I think I think we're faced with sort of three categories of practitioners in this. One is that group you talked about that has always taught this way um, in sort of engaging authentic problem project-based approaches. But frankly, a lot of the teachers that we remember that we you know, loved working with as students, though there was those kinds of teachers because they they drew you in, they created an experience that was a, and a memory uh, for you connected with that experience. So we, we have a lot of teachers in Jeffco and frankly across this country that are already doing this work. It's natural to them. They're really good at it. Uh, and for those folks, we just need to get out of their way. And in fact, more so than get out of their way, connect to them and elevate the work that they're doing, allow other people to see it, allow them to be influencers in the field through mentoring, through getting other people into their classroom, through professional learning opportunities at the school or within the team. Uh, how, how do I use that talent that's already present in the field and elevate that? So that's, my, that's one group of our educators. I would say there's a second group that sees the changes that have already happened around the world and how those are accelerating, uh, how Google and the forces of automation and the forces of globalization change the game in terms of life and work and even being a citizen. Uh, all these things are different in this, in this new era, and, that, and that's only accelerating again. So they see those changes, and then they look at what we're asking, what we have been asking kids to do in school, and they see the disconnect. But then they say, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to make the shift, and so I need some help. So for those folks, we have to provide lots of opportunities to learn, lots of examples of what it looks like, create some room and safety where they can take some risks and learn from that. So there's a lot of support that we have to put around those folks. And then I've got a, probably a third group of educators who are, I would say is a minority who are waiting to see if this is a fad that too is going to pass, which is a has been a pretty good strategy in education, really. But <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, I but I I firmly believe that the world uh, has already shifted, and those shifts are just accelerating and getting more aggressive and faster. And we have a moral obligation to change our instructional practices to prepare our kids for 
their future. So we're going to move as many as many folks in that direction as we can. It's an exciting thing to move toward. Yeah. So as you work with principals and leaders in your district, how do you talk about these groups and how do you motivate them and support them in making these changes? Because you're a great superintendent, but you can't do everything and it's not appropriate for you to try to do everything. So how do you inspire and motivate your leadership to be able to do these things as well? Well, I, th- I think uh, I would say that this change that we're implementing here in Jeffco has been uh, simultaneously the easiest and most difficult change I've ever led as a system leader. Uh, it is the easiest change to bring about in that we're not blaming anyone. We're not calling out anyone and saying you're dysfunctional or you're a problem. We're not denigrating any group. Uh, we're really saying uh, that the world has shifted. Those shifts are incredibly exciting. This is an incredibly exciting time to be a learner. And let's embrace that and let's run with it and let's have some fun. Uh, so that's a that's an easy thing to sort of get people engaged in. A, a lot of our educators, I think, would look at this reform agenda that we're trying to bring about in Jeffco Public Schools around authentic, meaningful, engaging student experiences. And they would say, this is exactly why I got into teaching or why I got into education to create those kinds of moments and experiences with students. So from that perspective, it's an easy change to lead. It's also simultaneously really hard because this is not a technical change. Like uh, I spent some uh, several years of my career working on a sort of strategic compensation or performance-based compensation approaches, which were all around how do you solve the technical problems around measurement and then allocation of dollars. They were issues that could be solved from a technical perspective. What we're asking folks to do with this shift is change hearts and minds. Uh, so it's a de- it's a much deeper and more meaningful shift than other uh, reform approaches that I think have come forward. So if we look back and think about the history in the past couple of decades of American education reform, you'd have waves of reform around new standards, new tests, new accountability systems, uh, new school choice models and, and frameworks, uh, all of which you know have their place and, and arguably have done some good and some harm. But I would question, have they really changed what the student is experiencing on a day-to-day basis? And unless you change that, it's not really different. So this, this change that we're seeking to bring about in Jeffco is exciting because it goes to that really elemental level of changing what the student has experienced. But it's also really hard because it's at that micro level. It has to do with the relationship and what that individual student is experiencing. And that is deep, intense um, work. Yeah, it sure is. I do a uh, leadership summit each summer where I interview people about different things. And, and the one in 2017 was all about the school experience and how that thing that you said that, you know, changing the school experience through changing the student task and then applying that now down to uh, the leaders that you're working with, it really is a, a much deeper and more meaningful approach, as you were saying. And and how is that impacting the student's experience and how is that impacting the adult experience? Those are important questions to ask. And you can't you can't just ignore what their experience is. You know, I I think about my job as a as a school principal and you know when my kids see me do they see a stressed 
and frustrated principal? Or do they see someone who is excited to be there and excited to see the kinds of things they're learning and working on? And those kinds of experiences are really important. And if you're not doing the work to to make that happen, it's really, really challenging because it's tough work. And, you know, kids can see you and then think that person is totally fake and I'm not going to believe a word they say. <laughs> and then you've totally lost at that point. And that that applies to the leaders in the buildings as well. So I, I want to respect your time. And the last question that I ask everybody, Jason, is what is one thing that a principal could do this week to be a transformative leader like you? I think principals could support, encourage, and create the space for um, a teacher or maybe more than one teacher uh, in their building to take a risk and create an authentic and meaningful experience for a student. And so yeah, to do that, you have to take your foot off of uh, accountability some and shift much more into support and, and creating an environment where uh, that kind of uh, leap can take place. So I would, I would say work with a teacher and wherever they are in their uh, scope and sequence, their lesson, uh, look at some a lesson or experience that, that is coming up and think about how you could transform the work that the students are doing so that they're getting to do something authentic, something meaningful, something that will create a lasting memory and something that gives them the chance to practice all those complex and important skills that we talked about earlier. That's the most important thing any principal can do, and we've got to do it hundreds and thousands of times across this country and at scale if we're going to prepare our kids for their future. Yeah, very well said. Uh, Jason, how do people get in touch with you, learn more about you and from you? Well, um, I'm on Twitter at C.O. Jason Glass, like Colorado Jason Glass, so C.O. Jason Glass. Or um, I I'll always love to get uh, emails and correspond with folks. So I'm just at jason.glass, G-L-A-S-S, at uh, jeffco.k12.co.us. Okay. Thank you so much for being part of Transformative Principle today. I really appreciate your time. Thanks. A great honor. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com BE. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE.